0: may be seated. We come now to the sacrament of baptism, and I want to read to you the institution, the words of institution from Matthew chapter 28. And Jesus came and said to them, this is post-resurrection, he has his 11 disciples in front of him and a few others. Jesus came and said to them, all authority in heaven and on earth has been given to me. Go therefore and make disciples of all nations, baptizing them in the name of the Father and of the Son and of the Holy Spirit, teaching them to observe all that I have commanded you, and behold, I am with you always to the very end of the age. Uh, Some words on the meaning of uh, of the sacrament of baptism, this is taken directly from uh, the book of Church Order, Uh, it can be uh, yours if you ask, uh, or it's uh, posted on the, the, the website, the OPC website. The Lord Jesus instituted baptism as a covenant sign and a seal for his church. He uses it not only, uh, as we've just uh, seen in the Westminster Confession, for the solemn admission of the person ba- who is baptized into the visible church, but also to depict and to confirm his engrafting of that person into himself and is including that person in the covenant of grace. Uh, the Lord uses baptism to portray to us that we and our children are conceived and born in sin, and therefore we need to be cleansed. He uses baptism to witness and to seal to us the remission of sins and the bestowal of all the gifts of salvation through union with Christ. Baptism with water signifies and seals cleansing from sin by the blood and the spirit of Christ together with our death unto sin and our resurrection unto the newness of life by virtue of the death and resurrection of Christ. Now, as we've already uh, read as well from the confession, the time of the outward application of the sign doesn't necessarily coincide with the inward work of the Holy Spirit, which the sign represents and seals to us. Because these gifts of salvation are the gracious provision of the triune God, uh, who is pleased to claim us as his very own, we are baptized into the name of the Father, the Son, and the Holy Spirit. In our baptism, the Lord puts his name upon us. He claims us as his own. He summons us to assume the obligations of the covenant. He calls us to believe. That is our chief obligation in, in the covenant of grace. It's not to work. Our chief obligation in the covenant of grace is to believe. To believe in Jesus as our Savior, to renounce the world, the flesh, and the devil, and to walk humbly with our God in devotion to his commandments. Uh, and, an, and an exhortation now to the members of this congregation, uh, keep in mind this. As solemn vows are about to be made before you, baptism is now administered. Uh, you who are baptized will do well to take this occasion to reflect on your own baptism. Christ has put his name and has claimed you as his own. He calls you to be repentant for your sins against your covenant, God, to confess your faith before men and to live in newness of life to God who sealed his covenant with you by the blood of his own Son. Now, the ground of baptizing infants. Why do we go about baptizing infants? So although our young children don't yet understand these things, they're nevertheless to be baptized. God commands all who are under his covenant of grace to be given the sign of the covenant. God made this promise to covenant uh, children of believers and to their offspring in the Old Testament when he declares to Abraham in Genesis 17, I will establish my covenant between me and you and your seed after you in the generations to come for an everlasting covenant to be a God unto you and to your seed after you. That's Genesis 17 verse 7. For this reason, in the Old Testament, God commanded that covenant infants be given the sign of circumcision. Uh, The covenant uh, of grace is the same in essence in the Old Testament as in the New Testament. Indeed, the grace of God for the consolation of believers is even more fully manifest in the New Testament. Thus, rather than rescinding the covenant promise to believers and to their offspring in the New Testament, God reaffirms it. He declares that the promise is to you and to your children. Acts chapter 2, verse 39, he promises, believe on the Lord Jesus Christ and you will be saved and your house. That is uh, Paul speaking to the Philippian jailer in Acts chapter 16, verse 31. He affirms that if even one parent is a believer, the children are holy. That's uh, 1 Corinthians chapter 7, verse 14, uh, that if one uh, adult uh, believing uh, parent uh, is, of course, a believer, Then the children are regarded as holy. Moreover, our our Savior admitted little children into his presence, embracing them, blessing them, saying, of such is the kingdom of God, Mark chapter 10, verse 14. And so in the New Testament, no less than the old, the children of believers have an interest in the covenant and a right to the covenant sign and to the outward privileges of that covenant people, the church. In the New Testament, baptism has replaced circumcision as the covenant sign. Therefore, by the covenant sign of baptism, the children of believers are to be distinguished from the world and solemnly admitted into the visible church. And now, as I uh, uh, very distinctively and um, uh, very secretively go and get the towel that I forgot up there, I will invite uh, Jamie and Noel and Flora and little Rainy to uh, the front. See, all eyes are on the cute little little ones right here. Nobody even noticed that I didn't, didn't uh, bring the towel. See how sneaky I am. <clears throat> uh, these are baptismal vows. You can follow along on the back of the bulletin if you're interested in knowing exactly what, uh, what I'm uh, asking to Jamie and Noel uh, as they raise a little rainy in the fear and admonition of the Lord. Uh, please answer by saying, we do. Do you acknowledge that although our children are conceived and born in sin, therefore subject to condemnation, they are holy in Christ by virtue of the covenant of grace, and as children of the covenant are to be baptized? Do. do you promise to teach diligently to Lorraine the principles of our holy Christian faith revealed in the scriptures of the Old and New Testaments summarized in the confession of faith and catechisms of this church? We do. do you promise to pray regularly with and for Lorraine and to set an example of piety and godliness before her? And finally, do you promise to endeavor by all the means that God has appointed to bring Lorraine up in the nurture and admonition of the Lord, encouraging her to appropriate for herself the blessings and fulfill the obligation of the covenant? We do. Uh, let's pray. Father in heaven, we do thank you uh, for your presence here. We thank you for the sacrament of baptism and all that it seals and signifies, uh, your goodness, uh, the washing with water with the word, uh, the, uh, the the cleanliness with which we walk in newness of life. We thank you for your presence here. We pray now for the blessing of the triune God that you would be with us as we administer uh, this sacrament and everything that it seals and signifies and that in time that your grace to Lorraine as promised here would be realized as she uh, walks and, and conducts herself in the manner of a family that loves you wholeheartedly. Would you be with us now? We pray this in Christ's name. Amen. Okay. Now comes the, the moment of baptism. Now Here. She's doing okay so far. Hey, Lorraine Virginia Adi, I baptize you in the name of the Father, and of the Son, and of the Holy Spirit. Yes, I do a lot of water. Am I sorry? No. (laughs) Not at all. Uh, As Lorraine is baptized into Christ and becomes a member of this visible church, now hear that, as she becomes a member of this visible church, there is a distinction between uh, communal members and non-communal members, but she is now a member nevertheless. As Lorraine is baptized into Christ and becomes a member of this visible church, the whole congregation is obligated to love her and to receive her as a member of the body of Christ because Ephesians 4, we are all baptized by one spirit into one body and therefore are members of one another. Christ claims this little one, this little child, as his own and calls you to receive her in love and commitment. Therefore, you ought to commit yourselves before God to assist her, to assist Lorraine And her parents in Christian nurture by godly example, by prayer, and by encouragement in our most precious faith. And to the parents, um, to Jamie and Noel, uh, beloved in Jesus Christ, we give thanks to God for this little child he's given to you, uh, the second one and for your expressed desire for her to know the Lord and to follow him all of her days, along with the great blessing of, of the gift of this child have come responsibilities that you've just acknowledged and to which you have solemnly committed to yourselves. And I charge you to continue steadfastly in the commitments that you have made before God and these witnesses today, humbling, relying upon the grace of God and the diligent use of the means of grace, especially the word of God, sacraments, and prayer. Congratulations. Let's pray. Let's pray really quick. Uh, Father in heaven, we do again give you thanks for this, uh, this little one and for Jamie and Noel and for Flora, uh, for the family now to, uh, to witness this beautiful event and again to be reminded of how much you wash us, uh, you douse us, you, uh, you rinse us richly as your word says in Titus 3 uh, with your spirit. And so we uh, thank you, O oh Lord, our Father, uh, for doing this, for being there for us. We thank you for the covenant of grace and for uh, you to, uh, to condescend to us in grace and in mercy. And we pray, Lord, that, uh, uh, that you would make, again, this, uh, this covenant of grace real to her, uh, applying to her <clears throat> and enabling her uh, to be a covenant keeper all the days of her life daily dying to sin and walking in newness of life found in Jesus Christ. We thank you for all of these things, and we thank you again for little Rainy. pray this in Christ's name.